Welcome to It's the Muppet Show podcast. I'm Heather. I'm Jason. And today we are watching season two, episode two, with our very special guest star, Zero Mostal. <sighs> Wee! It's been a while. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, I'm going to need a little bit of help with him because I don't really I don't really know too much about Zero. That's I fine. guess is all I was so prepping we'll there. <laughs> the important things out of the way. So this originally aired... Uh, December 9th, 1977. Um, it was produced in May, uh, late May of 1977. Uh, the reason that's important is, uh, unfortunately, Zero passed away in September of 1977, so this actually came out uh, after he had passed. Yeah, I think I read that, that, that he's the only one that sort of had a posthumous yeah. episode. Yeah, I can't imagine that happens very often at all. Right. Um, so Zero was, so Zero was born in 1915 in, uh, Brooklyn, New York. So, uh, that kind of New York that everybody has in their mind as this weirdly, not perfect place, but just that really interesting New York. Right. The the really old timey New York. Exactly. Yeah. So he was, uh, born to a Jewish Orthodox family. They had eight kids. I don't actually remember where he is in that group. Uh, he was originally a painter. So he, you know, grew up going to museums and copying, like, the masters um, and was really focused on the art, like, the visual arts and went to uh, City College of New York, another one of those, like, super famous places that a lot of artists run through. Like Art Students League or whatever. Exactly, yeah. Uh, And he dropped out of New York University. He was getting his... Uh, masters there Um, and he dropped out in 1935 became a painting instructor uh, at the um, the Y on 92nd which is another one of those really famous places Uh, so he kind of had this fairy tale New York experience like the thing that people think of when they think of artists in New York being an artist yeah like that's him Uh, and he started uh, doing lectures to, on the side to make money, like going through the museums, and he was really funny. Mm. And that was the first time he kind of got into performing. So he started taking it to nightclubs, and it took a while for the nightclubs to really get into him. Uh, and I guess his first like real gig was after Pearl Harbor, where one of the club owners was like, "Okay, people need to laugh. Like, let's bring you in." So the original club that he was in was uh, Cafe Society uh, in 1941. It was a jazz club. Uh, and when he finally got his gig there, uh, the press agent for the club, who was named Ivan Black, he was the one who named him Zero uh, mm. because he was the guy who came from nothing. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so he went into the army, blah, blah, blah. Um, he was very left progressive politically so the 50s rolled around and the red scare started happening and that's kind of where things get interesting learning about him and probably really stressful for him as a human um so he was taken before the um house of un-american activities is that what it's called yeah that was a really fun committee (laughs) yeah yeah so uh somebody named one of his friends and his friend's wife and so zero was brought in before the committee and he was like joking around with them and but uh, didn't name any names and um, told the committee that uh, that was against his religion to 
uh, name others and also that he wasn't a communist, uh, but he was blacklisted as a result um, during the mid 50s and then didn't um, really work again until uh, the 1960s where he was getting work on Broadway, but still not really getting uh, film and TV work because the blacklist had more of an impact on uh, television and movies. Um, and one of the first movies that he got hired on, um, the guy who named him and his friend, who was Jerome, Jerome Robbins, uh, was one of the producers on the, uh, the show. And so everybody thought it was going to be really tense and zero, like gave him a hard time. Like, Hey, what are you doing? Loose lips. And like everybody <laughs> laughed and it was fine. Yeah. Um, but that was, uh, the, oh, it was Broadway musical. It wasn't actually a film, but it was uh, Stephen Sondheim's uh, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum. It was when he worked with the name, name-namer. Right, again. right. So, I mean, then he makes his way back to TV. He makes his way back to movies. He, um, I'm totally glazing over that, like, The Fiddler on the Roof is, like, his gig. Like, he play, played it on Broadway for eight years, like, when... Like, that's the thing you talk about when you talk about Zero. Yeah, it's pretty much the only thing. And I, I've i only seen that, like, once or twice. Yeah. Know, but that's the only thing I can think of him from. Uh, yeah, he was on uh, Mel Brooks' Producers as well. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. He, he played kind of, like, the main Mac, Maxwell. Like, isn't that the character? I think so. Max. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not, not actually super familiar with the producers. I know what it's about. I know Matthew Broderick was in it at one point. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I mean, again, all I all I know really know knew him from was Fid- Fiddler on the Roof, and that's. I guess it's not really my favorite. So. Be a. It's a heavy. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a heavy experience. Right. You want to jump into the episode? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Bring it in. Woohoo! Zero Mostel, 25 seconds, stand by. Mr. Mostel? Hey, Fozzie, where's Mr. Mostel? Oh, he's in his dressing room eating. I'm not in my dressing room eating. I'm not in my dressing room eating. Okay, yeah. He seems like he should be British. I think it is the problem I have. <laughs> oh, right, right. It doesn't really read as a New Yorker. Mm-mm. So he was being attacked by a behemoth there in his dressing room. Nice uh, second season uh, opening here. Yeah, we have the arches that are more familiar. Absolutely. Got a little bit more of the... Uh, Muppet Systems <laughs> yeah. figured out. Still got George. We haven't seen Beauregard yet, have we? No, I think he's... Mid... No, I think he's third season. Mm, okay. Mm. Great to see all the, all the Muppets. Mm-hmm. No. Ooh, sparkly trumpet. Yeah, we got a firecracker, basically uh, Roman candles shooting out of uh, Gonzo's trumpet mm-hmm. or coronet. Thank you, thank you. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome 
favorite show. Tonight's special guest star has kind of voice crack a little there. Mine? No. My my voice also cracked. They'll add up to a great big zero. Oops, Sam's pretty happy. Loving this. We open tonight's show with a little classical music. Here is Chopin's Polonaise in A flat. Absolutely. Kermit, Kermit, the concert pianist could not make it. Yeah, but I just introduced the Polonaise. Polonaise? How do you say that? I feel like it's a sauce. So yeah, Polonaise is how you say it. Polonaise. Mayonnaise. In A flat. <laughs> so yep, the uh, luckily for us, the concert concert pianist couldn't make it. So we have Doctor Teeth and the Electric Mayhem. The mm. set is looking amazing. Yeah, it's perfect. Okay, did they have the Doctor Teeth? Like, did they have the logo on Animal's drum set before the mouth with the Oh, is it teeth? on his skins? Yeah. His bass drum skin? I don't, think, skin. I don't think so. I feel like that's new that's to this season. I noticed it last I noticed it last episode, but I wasn't sure if it was new or not. Yep. So yeah, this song's from 1842 by Frederick Chopin. That's why Animal is screaming Chopin. Chopin! Chopin! <laughs> It's awesome. I love I love seeing the electric man. Yeah, they're always perfect. Awesome. Dynamite. You know, I'm really gonna oh. enjoy it tonight. You plan to like this show? No, I plan to watch television. So yeah, uh, he What's has a television little, in the. It's a nice little carrot. It has a little handle on it. It's funny ears. It's nice. Right. Hey, frog, is amphibious. Watching Beach Blanket yeah, Frankenstein. Yeah, right. Payday. Ah, payday. Payday. Payday again. What's our backstage mayhem? So yeah, as you can hear. Possibly. Uh, Floyd is reminding Kermit that uh, today's payday. Uh, Kermit goes to open up the uh, the coffers there and some, some moths fly out. I do like the uh, puppet moths. Yeah, they seem a little light in the kitty. So Scooter comes up, asks how much uh, they need. Kermit says they need $26. And... Uh, some odd sense. Let's just uh, acknowledge that that's the entire payroll. Yeah, it's a pretty good payroll. It was the 70s. So luckily, J.P. Gross calls the theater. I'm not sure if this was just good timing, but uh, Scooter's going to try to see what it can do to get some, some cash into the, into the payroll here. I want that mug. Somebody's got to make that mug. So good, such a great shape. So yeah, all JP's asking for at this point is the Muppets throw some good old fashioned entertainment at the show. And uh, JP's idea of old fashioned good old fashioned entertainment is of course lady wrestling. Perfect. Any thoughts? Uh, I think lady wrestlers are good old fashioned. 
Great. So here we have Zero doing his first act of the uh, of the show. Mm -hmm. What do we have here? What do simple folk do? And he's playing Henry VIII. I think this is also why I can't see him as not British. <laughs> and this queen is like the craziest face, just like a an arrow. Her face is just a tiny arrow. Yeah, it's that super stylized um, queen. I think we've seen her before. Um, so this song comes from the musical Camelot. Uh, 1960s musical. It's uh, Lemur and Lowe are the uh, composers. Hmm. It's a very popular uh, musical in the 60s. Uh, it's kind of where uh, the whole JFK Camelot thing oh, kind of comes from because after he was assassinated. Uh, Jackie remarked how uh, JFK was a big fan of it, I guess. Huh. Oh, I, think that I had no idea. Helped. If it didn't spawn it, it definitely helped cement the, the idea. I the JFK agree. years being Camelot. So what do you think here? I mean, he's very mm. verbose. He's tearing the stage up. He's... He's, oh jeez, that's actual fire! I think he, yeah, I think he actually just threw lit candle, just, a lit candelabra. Yeah, like twenty candles. Yeah, we got Muppy the dog here. Who's just getting slammed? Yep. Yeah. I mean, he's just, yeah. When we watched this before, I was not a big fan, honestly. Yep. Yeah. So he's glutton. He's got this huge table full of food. And he's stabbing a, a turkey or a roast bird of sorts. Which I'm really glad was not actually a Muppet, apparently. Because, like, how often do they make food Queen Muppets? is aghast. Yeah, I know, right? Like, Someone's hand could have actually just there. completely done away with somebody's profession. I mean, this is the, the this is some of the rougher stuff as far as like getting your way through. So I'm not a huge like musical fan, and then especially like this Victorian era, I don't, you know, sort of musical. But that's fine. And the the costumes are amazing. Mm -hmm. the, the queen is a riot with her beaker her mouth, tiny little f triangle face. Yep, ridiculous. Yeah, I forgot this is a long one, too. Yeah, it is. They, they, it, apparently, they're going to play the full flipping song. Oh, I guess it's a good point uh, to bring up. I think uh, this Muppet here, uh, the Queen Muppet, is being performed by a new female uh, Muppeteer. Oh, cool. The, the, over the next two, uh, this episode and the two following, they're going to be sort of... Uh, Looking for new female uh, cast members. Oh, good for them. Because I think we lo we we lost uh, we lost one uh, from the first season. Mm -hmm. What else do the simple folk do? Good God. To help them 
I just feel like he, he would be uncomfortable. Like, I'd be uncomfortable in a room with him. Yeah, he's got big beard energy. Yeah. We, we have to remember, he's kind of like in his, his waning Literally. days here. I mean, this you know, is like six months before he watch, passed away. Regardless, I'm pretty sure he was always this bombastic. Yeah. Bombastic, one of my least favorite characteristics in a person. <laughs> right. Seems like we're coming to the end here. Muppy Aww. kisses the hand of the queen. I mean, it was cute. Yeah. I mean, I can Muppy, say that Muppy now saves it's it. over. Well, he, feeds, well, he just gives feeding... the whole turkey or roast or whatever to... Oh, because Muppy has transitioned into a, oh, to an a abs- real dog. A, a real dog. Oh, yeah, Big Blanket Frankenstein. Back to Dotler uh, and Waldorf. Well, we could watch the Muppet Show instead. Yeah, so given the choice of the Muppet Show or Beach Blanket Frankenstein, they're choosing the Beach Blanket Frankenstein. Not wrong. So Kermit is uh, backstage here and calling around trying to get his hands, his, his flippers on some lady wrestlers. He's having a hard time finding them. I say, would you get the door? Get the door! Is this the era of glow? Like, I think around there. I think around there. He asks Animal to get the door because he uh, hears a knock at it, and Animal literally rips the door off the hinges and brings it to Kermit. And uh, who walk? Who walks in? We got Granny Whoa. the Gouger. Oh, Granny. Uh, who is going to play a role here after a quick at the dance skit? Oh, actual glow was founded in 1986. Oh, yeah, quite a bit before it then. There was a lot of uh, jazzercise outfits. Right. So let's see here. The, at the dance, we've got, we've got a, a lot of tennis jokes in this uh, this particular. Uh, Skit. We got crazy Harry here. We got some tennis balls dancing back Aww, and forth. They're adorable. Some new people. Yeah, this green whatnot with a Beatles haircut. Mm-hmm. And a little like oh, and the maroon tuxedo. Yep, yep. The burgundy tuxedo. Crazy Harry uh, delivers the final punchline. How would you care for a big racket and blows the place up? So this is very interesting. This is not what you might think it is. What we're looking at here is the UK spot. Hmm, interesting. Yep, this is Kermit uh, talking with Sam the Eagle about Sam's role on the show. Sam states that he is there to make sure the show is morally upright and culturally wholesome. I want to know who is going to be on tonight's show. Yep, so at this point, Sam is demanding to know who's who's on the who's on the bill for tonight's show. What is the tabletop that they're working with? It looks like it's like wide gauge wicker. It's very weird It's like looking. the thickest rattan I've ever seen. Yeah, it looks like the inside of a piano. And where are they backstage? I'm gonna... They're in like a storage room. Yeah, yeah. What a weird spot. Costumes and... Mail so I love it. Um, Kermit is forced to uh, mumble over the fact that there's lady wrestlers. And lady wrestlers. Yeah. Lady wrestlers. 
Okay, that is that. Frank is doing some great puppeteering here, uh, and he is just. Oh my God, this is right. I love it when Sam has decency. Has his 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 real rant. So. Oh. Cue the beautiful day monster what was that? in a whipped cream pie. Because he was going to get his just desserts. Yep, yep. Perfect, perfect visual pun. Mm-hmm. So that's a really unique UK spot, right? Yeah. When it's normal. A, it seemed long. It was long. For it UK. was not musical. did not feature Rolf. Right. So here we got Muppet Labs, and I don't think I mentioned at the top of the show that this is the first appearance of Beaker. Oh my God. Hi, Beaker. So this time Muppet Labs has invented magnetic carrots. Why? Well, it's for ease of storage. Oh, on the roof of your car. Um, okay, yeah, this is the only... attracting robotic rabbits? Yep, this is the one drawback of the magnetic carrot, is it tends to attract steel rabbits. And this, this steel rabbit That's puppet so is a riot. He looks like a tin wind-up toy yeah. version of a Muppet rabbit. It's got like a big riveted yeah. aluminium head. Aluminium. Yep, so we're back up in the booth. They're still watching TV. What is that? And what are we... It's like two ancient old guys sitting in a theater. Oh, no, they're watching themselves. So they're watching themselves. It's like two ancient old guys sitting in a theater. TV on the Muppet Show. That's a riot. So what do we got here? Oh, this Sam's is being featured heavily, which is interesting. That's true. He's lecturing Zero about being, uh, having dignity and right, right. integrity, and Zero is mocking him every time he turns around. Right. In that beardo sort of way. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of like, uh, kind of a classic well, Muppet scene when you... Uh, he's doing a lot of like visual stuff behind him, like make he had Whoa. a paper beak. He's going he's to kill him. Pistol. He just pulled out. Whoa! Wow, that was weird. He so he was out. gonna he was gonna hit him with a hammer, right? And then when Sam turned around, he threw the hammer behind his. And then he picks up a pistol, yes. and aims it at Sam. And when Sam turns around, he puts it in his it, zero puts it in his own mouth. Right. That's right. really weird. That got that took a turn for sure. Like, that's not mocking. That's like. Threatening. Yeah, that's very threatening. Yep. Yep. Oh, geez. Luckily, we leave Zero's dressing room and return downstairs, backstage, where Kermit is speaking to Granny the Gouger, the before-mentioned lady wrestler, who's looking to audition. Yep. Jesus. So Kermit's like, oh, maybe you're a little too old for the audition. And Granny the Gouger punches the intercom off the wall. Wow. Yeah. Don't make fun of Granny. Okay, and this is what you would think the UK spot would have been. Yes. Because it's Rolf and Zoots. 
Right, right, and yeah, exactly. This looks like a classic UK spot, but maybe they learned that they were giving away too many gems yeah, true. on the UK spot. Yeah. So this is Zoot and Rolf, as you mentioned, uh, playing Smoke Gets In Your Eyes. Great song. And With smoke, yeah. Smoke just gradually coming more and more out of Zoot's saxophone. Yeah, jeez, of course. Great visual gag there. By the look of Zoot, I think he just inhaled a little bit of that smoke coming out of his... Uh... I think that might have been the start of the problem. Right, right. So the original recording date of this song was 1933, uh, with music by Jerome Kern and lyrics by Otto Harabach. It's from the musical Roberta. Hmm. Uh, most people know it uh, because the Platters had a number one hit Whoa. with it smoke in 1958. Crazy. Yeah, finally smoke just floods the entire theater. I don't know okay, why he got good the God book. Almighty. His nose stuck in a book. Yep, yep. We find ourselves in a library. And I am here alone. And here I come some nights. Zero's reading and telling a poem okay, about yeah. fear. Yep, as you. Oh, that's very labyrinth. Yep, we got a bunch of like frackle uh, type Muppets here. And yeah, as you mentioned, Zero is reciting the poem Fears of Zero. And basically, all he's just, you know, he's trying to confront his fears. But the little monsters are everywhere, tucked in his they are. desk and popping up behind him. They're really... So this poem was actually written for Zero uh, by Jerry Jewell for, just for this episode. Oh, funny. Pretty cool. It's really cool, uh, like spooky moog sort of, or organ music in the background. Nice. Like, it looks like Masterpiece Theater. It does look exactly like Masterpiece Theater. Down to the smoking jacket that Zero is wearing. <laughs> he's, got a man, he's got a really maniacal look on his face. I don't trust yeah. him, really. Yeah, so he was just like 61... 61 years old when he passed away. Right. Did did you did they say what he passed from? It was a aortic aneurysm? Oh, heart wow. attack. Heart attack. Right? So yeah, he shouldn't be like stressing himself out like this. His eyes are bulging. His face is beet red. Yeah, I'm um, guessing that this was pretty normal for him. Yep. Yep. Wow, the little this finger is, wag is pretty good. Oh yeah, he did it. A, an incensed, like incensed it's, finger wag. It's like almost zigzaggy. puppetry the way he's like moving his finger. He looks. Whoa! Wow! Wow! Has he been wearing that the whole time? I don't know. I think he has been. He popped his tube. I don't know. If he good God. Him. Yeah, he totally has been. Good God. That's crazy. Yeah. Who wears a toupee and then uses it as a, like, a stunt? Prop. Yeah. The one that really is final. 
Wally, this is intense. Okay. So he cued with his imagination and fears this this green aqua finger wagging monster behind him and Zero disappears. Does he become the aqua monster? No, he's a figment of his own flippin' imagination. <sighs> that was that was intense. God, that. that was some the show's almost over and I still haven't found crazy circular pants and stuff. Yep, oh, yep. Sounds crazy right now. So Kermit is lamenting the fact that the show is almost over and he hasn't found a female wrestler yet. And who comes in? The original karate chopper herself. Oh, Miss Piggy. Hi. So he's trying to pitch it that he just created the whole thing. It's a good move. Great for her. That's a perfect yeah. move. Boise, uh, this is a spot that requires an actress with tremendous strength, yes. uh, versatility, yes. uh, and someone who's I think she's going to go for it. What do you think? Of course she is. Oh, what is it? Uh, Joan of Arc. Oh, no, wait. Naughty Marietta? She's like, is it Joan of Arc? Lady Macbeth? It's more like a lady wrestler. Uh, okay, Carmen finally breaks. It. Yeah, it's lady wrestler. It's a lady wrestler. Yeah. This does not look like it's going over well. He, no. she's getting but right she up in Kermit's gonna, face. Like, beat him up. Yeah, she's panting. Wow, she is so mad. She's like hyperventilating. Well, yep. She uh. Chase him off. Chase Kermit off. Oh, side of the stage. Okay, Floyd and Zoot have uh, betting odds on yeah. it. Why Go not? For the pig. Betting for the pig. Oh, what do we have here? Just a little solo from Animal. Just a little warm up on the drums. Wow. Love the color gels in the background. Yeah, no, just, a, just a straight shot of Animal's drum set. Completely Doing ducted. a little drum solo here. Wow. Oh my god. Wow. Drums Wait, catch on fire. He's on bottom. literally on fire. Right around the symbols, it looks like there's two hands like holding the symbols in place. Yeah, it looked like towards the end there I saw a puppeteer. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. Lady wrestling. Okay, Scooter oh my god. seemed like he was all about the okay. Can you describe what what we're seeing? Yeah, we have Granny the Gouger going up against the ropes and Hyping things up, and Kermit in a wig and a mask. Miss Mask. Miss Mask. He looks terrified. That looks like my grandmother's wig. Yeah. Okay. Yep. So they're grappling. A Miss G uh, Granny Gouger is doing some some work on Kermit. Yeah. Put him in a. Looks like a. I don't know if that was a Boston crab. Okay, yeah, or like definitely a figure four there. Doing a uh, like an atomic drop. Uh, oh, throws him out of Throws him up into the balcony. Statler and Waldor Waldorf barely notice. Oh my but God. tell him to give up. And then Piggy walks in. Yep. yep. Because Granny did something to her frog. And Karate Chops it. Karate Chops Granny. Classic Piggy. Oh, Good Kermit God! So Kermit, yeah, Kermit's all bandaged. 
up here at the end. But right now, I'd like to thank our special guest star who has joined the ranks of the Muppet Monsters, Mr. Zero Mustel. Come on in. Oh, jeez. So, yep, Zero uh, comes out with... One of the big monsters, looking just like him. Right. Sam is still furious with the whole affair. Oh, my God. Yep. Zero and he, oh, Zero, yeah, Zero bit yeah, Sam the eagle much. in the beak. He, like, he, he put his whole them. beak in yeah. his mouth. It was insane. How'd you even do that? You're not going to get those cooties off. Oh, my God. What a crazy, crazy episode of The Muppets. And I think we can always find at least one or two things to to kind of sink our teeth into, which is yeah. which is good. You know, always love the Muppets for that. But uh, who do we have next? Uncle Milty. Milton Burl next. Oh, uh, that's... oh my god! Are they getting electrocuted by their television? Yep. Okay. TV zaps them out at the uh, at zaps Statler and Waldorf out at the uh, in the button. So, yeah, that was great. Uh, yeah. Awesome. Nice to be back. Great. Took a little vacation. Yeah, everyone has been. So, But thank you for joining us. Uh, for more It's the Muppet Show, check us out at itsthemuppetshowpodcast.com. You can also listen and watch clips with us on YouTube at slash itsthemuppetshowpodcast, where you can subscribe and like, or like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, until next time. <laughs>